With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Something I talked on on podcast. It's the Southern Podcast. And welcome to Sutton United Talk Time and Podcast, the delayed Sunday service. Um, joining me today is Sarah and Claire. Um, first of all, hello, welcome. Uh, what did you think of the new um, intro? Very professional, Mike. I liked it, although not. Um, I think I preferred your uh, previous music to it. That the, the first time I heard the last one really gave me shivers. It was really like, um, it's exciting. So I don't know, quite the same dramatics to it i'm sorry i'm, I'm bigging you up there no, yeah no, I, I did the other one <laughs> a professional did this last one so. um i like the uh the, the little sort of choiry bit i was like gonna pretend i'd recorded you lot on on the on the on the terraces go yeah yeah honestly it's you um but um i'll i'll, I'll get some more feedback from others so damien if you are listening it, it's that's that's 50 50 don't worry you're, you're all right you're not fired yet mate um so Sarah, you, you've you've been on before a couple of times now, and, um, so you've had the who are your business, Claire? You're you're very lucky because I still haven't got a soundboard, so you don't have to put up with a chant of who are you. But tell us, who are you? 
Um, well, um, I'm Claire. Uh, Claybles on all of the socials and uh, Lothers on Gandemonium. Um, and um, yeah, I've been a Sutton supporter probably, um, I'd say all my life. Um, came to games um, very uh, infrequently, I would say probably when I was very little with my dad and my brothers. And then probably regularly uh, since my early teens. So um, probably I had a season ticket for about 20 years, I'd say. Um, most of you probably know uh, my brother, who's the uh, uh, club's photographer, Paul. Um, yeah, so I've been coming for a, what feels like forever now um, and genuinely never thought I would see the day that we were playing football, uh, football league. So um, it's been a, a magical journey with some very epic lows and amazing highs at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and Sarah, you said very similar a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've it's still all, all of us. I see, obviously, I follow you guys and you follow me on the socials. Every time someone says, "Oh, how are Sutton fans feeling?" We don't know. We're not. <laughs> we're not really sure. <laughs> we've, we've never had this before. Um, do you, but you both at Bradford. Yeah. Yeah. What did no, you? I, 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 no, not for me. No, no you weren't. No, no. You, you were. You were ill. I oh, was yes. vaccinating. Yeah, Thank sorry. You. Yeah, I, I was going to mention that at some point that Sarah had, uh, Sarah provided a, a basket of goodies to Claire for like a little sniffle. And there's my cough going on for like 16 years. I mean, a little sniffle. I had COVID, <laughs> my friend. So. Oh, come on. <laughs> a minor sniffle. <laughs> Don't you read social media? It's, it's, all, it's all a scam. <laughs> it doesn't You've got to bear in mind that I'm not Santa. So if I don't have your address, I'm not going to be off <laughs> Do you know what? When I actually said it, I, did, I think I did say, "Yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking." I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Any excuse to, for me, it doesn't take much to send me into emergency baking mode. So any yeah. excuse to bake something. I, I saw the girls' gingerbread houses, and um, I got a little sugar spike, and I was like, "I've got a doctor's appointment next week. I can't do this. <laughs> Close everything down." Sorry, football. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I Bradford, I Bradford was a couple of weeks ago, Sarah. But what what was it like being in that huge, huge, huge stadium? I, when they've got the um, sort of really, really, really big side of the ground, sort of big, massive L-shaped sand, and I looked at that and I thought, that's bigger than our entire ground. <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing playing league matches here? It's just ridiculous. Uh, still, still, um, we get moments like you know when when we when we got promoted. And we were all saying for ages, it just hasn't sunk in, it hasn't sunk in. I think in a way it still hasn't. We still get those moments, don't we? From time to time. And we're like, what's this, Sutton United? It seems like on the news and they're talking about the football results and they're saying, oh, and now League Two, Sutton United. And you're like, Sorry, what? <laughs> what did they just... Why are we on the telly news? What's going on there? That's it rubbish. It just feels so surreal. Absolutely yeah. surreal. It just never... When people say, oh, like, how do you feel? And I'm like, I don't know, because I never <laughs> expected to experience this ever. And everything, even, um, I find it really hard to be disappointed or upset when we don't win, because I'm a bit like, well, we shouldn't be here. Like, it just doesn't feel real. Um, but we should be here. We've completely earned our place. It just feels a bit fantasy. I, 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 and we're all sort of... Um, thinking about thinking ahead to the Bradford game and it was all kind of um you know we've had a few injuries recently we've, we've struggled a bit um and the idea of going to Bradford City and coming back with a point it's bizarre isn't it and, and we could have won that game we could we could have had it but you know the way things went it was football, yeah. isn't it I mean the the 
I get, I get what you, you're saying, Claire, we shouldn't be here, but there's sometimes there's that little bit of disappointment, like like the Bradford game, you have that little, oh, we should have won that. Newport. But it, yeah, but it's it's not because we're giving it all the big one. It's just we've seen these players and we know what they can do. And that's where the little disappointment comes in is, um, oh, they could have they could have done it, but then you like you, you, you get your other words will come head on and go, this is mad what we're doing. <laughs> How dare we even... <laughs> Uh, with Newport because we've played them at non-league level before. Yeah, we played them at step two before, so it doesn't seem like a big deal playing Newport. Yeah, but being two and up against ten men and then losing was uh, a bit. We're here to talk about that thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. And then the, again, the other madness is this whole thing that I'm sure you you caught the whole takeover thing of it's either going to be Bradford or Sutton. It's not going to be Sutton. Well. I've have vague memories, and I've told people this loads of times, so I hope it's even remotely true. Is um, was it the Car Shorten guy? Dupree tried mm-hmm. to buy us, and he he offered to put a load of money in, and we said, "Yeah, lovely, you can have a seat on the board." And he was like, "No, no, I want to buy the club." And they were like, "No, no you can have an e seat on the board. That's it." So I'm wondering if you like get the Euro Millions, you want to put 100 million in, and if Bruce can go, "Lovely, here's your seat. <laughs> it's your 100 million pound seat. Enjoy it." Um, I hadn't heard that. I, I just heard he was told to sing his hooks. But yeah, just reading those kind of stories is, is insane about something that we had it a few weeks ago with Matt going to join Charlton and all, all this other. Just, just <laughs> what is this rubbish? It's so bizarre. Really, really bizarre. Does it also mean that, like, come transfer deadline day, that we all have to stand outside the ground and act like crazy people now? Is, is that something we have to do? Well, no, because the people who stand outside the ground, they, they shout they hate Palace, don't they? <laughs> I, honestly, I, I, I've, I hope the guy took it in the spirit I meant, but I genuinely was like, that is some proper petty grudge holding. And I, I, I was applauding it because a, a chant at a cup draw from four or five years ago, it's like, I can't remember what people said three weeks ago, <laughs> four years ago. But... Poor man. He's obviously got very little to, to look forward to in life. Um, but anyway, this Harrogate um, wasted a good nine minutes there. Well done, Mike. Um, so on the Harrogate match, um, you did make it in the end, didn't you, Claire? I did. I did. You did. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> snuck in and uh, hit the back out of the way. It was my uh, <laughs> second day of freedom, um, and it did feel slightly surreal having spent 10 days in isolation to be surrounded by that many people. So, um, yeah, I hid away and didn't make my presence known really to anyone so I apologize to anyone who thinks I snubbed them by not saying hello <laughs> but I don't care <laughs> I had more people talking to me as well <laughs> people just stop doing a podcast I know it's like people think I'm sociable now <laughs> so you want to talk to you like on your own terms on your podcast and that's it yeah that's yeah I'd, I'd, never um, again. Chalmers last week was saying um he sort of said, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, my brother was chatting to you um, at the, the under-18s game. And I was like, oh, right. And he said, yeah, he said he said hello. And I was like, I swore I thought he was someone else. <laughs> so he was talking to me and I was like, you don't know who I am. You're, you're made, you think I'm someone else. So I was just being really nice and polite. And it's like, Paul was like, no, no, he knew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, anyway, what did we think of Harrogate? What, what, how, do, how do we enjoy, enjoy the match? What stuck out? Classic, was it? It wasn't, you know, we've we've had worse, we've had worse matches. It wasn't a classic. I think it just brings home the kind of the importance of those uh, those narrow wins. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, it wasn't the most exciting game of football to watch. Um, but I don't think, I don't think Harrogate played badly. I think we just restricted the opposition, which um, mm. is really important. It says a lot about our abilities, to be honest. Um, but three points uh, was, I just felt slightly scrappy in a slight way. <laughs> If you can, yeah, I agree with you there. If you if you can play in such a way that's not spectacular but still grind out those results, then that's if you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. You know? I think that's more important, isn't it? A few of the papers were saying that Matt likes to win ugly. I was like, well, no, I think he said he doesn't mind winning ugly, yeah. which is <laughs> slight, slightly different, but whatever. Um, I actually, strangely for me, I didn't. I didn't think they were offering a huge amount. I, I thought once we took the lead, we were just kind of going through them. Not that sounds harsh, going through the motions, but we we were in control of the game. And I always did think that we could have stepped it up a little bit more if if they started coming back into it. So I thought it was a nice solid one nil. Just okay, move on to the next well, not the next one because we don't know when that's going to be, but um, move on. Um, yeah, it was it was a meh game, but three points is three points and. Um, moves us ever ever closer to third. <laughs> I think, um, it's, it's easier to um, kind of notice when your um, strikers are playing spectacularly well than it is when your defence is. And I yeah. think our defence is in a good place at the moment. And, uh, you know, particularly shout out to John Barden, who's been getting better and better and better and better. And I think he's he's having a fantastic season, to be honest. And, uh, you know, we were talking about him the other day. And we, we all kind of agreed that, you know... He's kind of um, sneaking his way up into my favourite player list, you know. <laughs> He's the sort of player in the position he plays in that you tend to notice better. If, you tend to notice more if they're not playing well. Mm. If they make mistakes, they can make a massive impact on the game. But if they just do their job and get on with it, it doesn't necessarily stick out. And I think, actually, uh, another thing I was saying the other day, we're used to being non-league supporters. And we used to like swapping ends at half time and going to the end that our team is kicking towards. We don't do that anymore. I find that I don't know about you guys, but I find that I'm noticing a bit more about what our defence is doing these days than I used to. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. I think um, our back line as well is like just really really well organised. I think yeah. Saturday is a kind of a real uh, demonstration of that in a way that you know the opposition possession didn't really equate to them having any real clear cut choices. Um, and, you know, if there was any kind of um, chance, then Dino was right there um, to put it, um, put it out. He's had a few of those. Well, I thought the highlights, that, well, the, the, the sky highlights anyway, when I was watching them, it was like, that really made it look like we were under the cosh. And I didn't remember it being like that. At the end, I think we were a little bit. <laughs> I think they, they sort of had a few, they, they livened up, I think, from 75 minutes onwards. Well, but they really were going away with no points, didn't they? And they yeah. just, just go for it. But I still even thought then, just they they weren't. There, there was one great save from Dean. Um, not that his other saves weren't good, but there was one um, I think top right that he he, he palmed away, which was a big, big save at the time. Yeah. Um, I'd actually forgotten about that when I wrote my list of um, pod players. So anyway, we're moving on. John Barden had a great game, and um, it segues on to the player of the day the pod who who please choose the same player um <laughs> who is your player of the day i'm going to start with sarah go on um hmm. i think i might stick with father actually you know yeah i think i'll stick with him 
she's gonna she, i'll tell you now she's gonna choose someone else and she, i am yeah. gonna choose someone else actually because um paul asked this question as we went um, of me and david as we were leaving the ground and um david and i both said um dean Buzanis thought he had a really great game um and there was just some really um yeah the couple of chances that they did have just felt really safe pair of hands he was right there um and just kind of couldn't really fault him for it so there were other people i could have said sorry mike but that's all right that's absolutely fine however i could go along with dino he had a fantastic game well do you want to go along with dino because i did write down myself and i put i put smith slash barden so so we're like we're like 50 50 yeah so we could we could go with barden unless you're going to change your mind nope We'll go with Barden. Sorry, sorry, Claire, you're overruled. Don't, don't be so rubbish next time. One and a half votes. <laughs> it was close. It's closer than Brexit. Um, <laughs> so we were going to have um, Kaz from her game too. Um, I will try and get you guys both on. I hope we can get the time timing right for the um, the sort of rerun of that. Um, but was there any? Say that again. Whenever we end up playing, yeah. Whenever that is, uh, some dark Tuesday night somewhere, which would mean we could, yeah, be on a Wednesday or something again. Um, but was there anything you wanted to to mention on that movement? Have you, did you end up getting involved a bit more on it, or you still just follow, following them? They didn't get in touch with any League Two clubs, did they? They've said but, they've been in contact with with something United, but yeah, no anything from that. I mean, obviously, yeah. that's, we need a Cas to be on, isn't it? Yeah, Dave, um, I emailed him a while back and he, he kind of said, yes, it is definitely on our radar to something, but there's lots of things on our radar at the moment. So, um, but I, I, both of you know, I've got <laughs> two girls. So a lot of these um, things, I'm, I'd also, you know, I stand there watching the match and I can barely even know there's other people around me unless they're actually literally waving in my face. Um, but after following... And I think, Sarah, you tweeted something and I ended up following Kaz from that. And then shortly after she closed it all down because um, she was getting so much abuse. It's just constant mouth open going, that doesn't happen. That, that just doesn't happen. Um, because that's that's me thinking I, I would never be in a, in a position to do that. And I, I'd like to think the best of people. Do you think that's part of the problem that most blokes would like to think the best? Sadly, is I mean, and and uh, a lot of the time, um, you get people. I mean, women will come forward and tell us stories of of the problems that we've had at football caused by discrimination, that sort of discrimination. Um, and a lot of the time, the attitude is, "Well, I've never seen that happen," mm-hmm. and therefore they don't really believe it. It's not really. A, I've had a few people tweet, tweeting things like, "Well, that's not really an issue anymore, is it? It doesn't really happen now." And I'm like, "You don't see it happening because it's not happening to you." <laughs> You don't notice it. Or, you know, a lot of guys who give us rubbish, you know, won't do it in front of other guys. And a lot of the time when they do, their friends will defend them. Not, oh, I wouldn't do it myself, but, you know, that's just the way he is, that kind of thing. It gets kind of dismissed mm. and sort of pushed away. And it's quite difficult just to, um, to, to demonstrate to people what the problem is and how big the problem is. And that's where I think Her Game 2 is doing a really great job. 
-hmm. because it's kind of collating these stories and spreading the word and saying look, look this is a demonstration of what's actually happening and you guys are saying there's nothing happening but look look at all these look at all these stories that we've collected and put together so i i think you know what the 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 way it's been set up and the things that they're doing is really really good yeah i couldn't, couldn't echo what sarah says more i think it's the um, being able to amplify voices is really really important um because the, yeah the stories in isolation don't necessarily get heard um and so when there's a you know it's more powerful um when there is lots of people standing up and telling their stories and saying things that have happened and um yeah fighting against that kind of dismissal i think yeah i mean i know i've done it as a dismissal but not meaning as a <laughs> no you know you're wrong it mean no no he, 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 wouldn't meant, yeah. Yeah, he, he would he wouldn't have meant that and i'm not just talking yeah. on, on sexism i'm talking like literally any ism I, I i don't like any ist at all but i do know my natural default would be oh no i'm i'm hoping you've misunderstood that because or you misconstrued it obviously I, I, i'm not stupid and I, i'm trying not to do these things what i default is to go no 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 and i'm trying to pacify every everything Others it can be really subtle really really subtle and I'm, if you don't if you haven't experienced it literally hundreds of times before you're not going to recognize it well i was talking to, to my, my wife sally about different things and my mum actually um we were out yesterday and she was like yeah what's what's worrying is how early girls understand it and have to deal with things um and again i wouldn't if i had two boys none of this probably would be on my right because my eyes wouldn't go to it now i know there's some people that sort of have said on various different social medias oh you're only interested because it now affects you well actually that that's true because most things people only become interested when it affects them because people wouldn't it's, it's just not there you're not seeing it and um, but what what can be done i know that there's people calling them out there was a guy i can't remember what match he was at um but he was furious because he had taken his, his girlfriend to the match for the first time in ages and he was like we're at the way end and she's she's there standing next to me and some blokes walked past her and grabbed her ass and he was like because don't tell pete don't tell me this doesn't happen because she was standing next to me when I, I know we don't own our girlfriends or wives or anything like that but it's like she was standing clearly with me and someone's still done it so of course it happens and especially people there alone don't have the backup of everyone else i think one of the things um what you said is if you had if you had two boys you you wouldn't um be something you think about because it doesn't necessarily affect you but i would argue that having two boys in some ways it affects you more because you should be bringing up your boys to know that that's not acceptable and that's the educational piece behind it is knowing that like the behavior that, that they see at football and that kind of laddish culture mm. isn't necessarily always acceptable like there are lines everybody if you're with your friends and you're having a laugh and a joke and you know where the boundaries are sometimes i think things get said that other people might overhear and think well that's out of order but when it's when it's your friends and you know that that's kind of what you might say with them um but there are times when somebody that you don't know feels that it's acceptable to say those things and mm -hmm. it doesn't in quite such the same way um and i think there's just that learning what is acceptable and teaching people that and it has to start from a much earlier age you know you've got to teach anyone regardless of who they are 
to you know with a level of respect that you would want to receive yourself we shouldn't, be, we shouldn't be just teaching our daughters and telling our female friends to defend themselves against this abuse. We should be teaching our sons and telling our male friends not to abuse women in the first place. Yeah, there's, there's a couple. The, the, the line, the boundary line, the problem I think a lot of people don't always understand is that boundary line is not fixed. <laughs> it can be a little wavy line. And some days I might be able to say something, even here at home, and have a good old laugh about why the particular thing, the the, the, the visitor, um, once in my voice, it's all, it's all Eve's fault. And that could be a laugh one one day and not a laugh the next day. So you've got to understand this this boundary can move. So you might overhear someone saying something. If I hear one of your your, your good mates saying something, and I think, oh, I can do that too no 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 you can't do that there's there's a long there's a long established friendship and even with within friends they shouldn't do that um but it's just it's just so hard and also i think i i like to think of myself as a decent bloke i i i know sometimes i can be an arsehole but i'm a i'm a, i'm an equal opportunities arsehole i hope <laughs> but i think the problem is we're the ones reading the messages and going, oh, my God, we've got to change. Oh, my God, this has got to happen. This has got to happen. But the ones doing it are not reading the same messages or having the same feelings. So it's it's so the, the educating, obviously, I'm not dismissing that as it's really important, but it's the people who need the proper educating. The same as, again, any other ism, racism as well, are just not going to hear the message. That's where guys like you can help, though. I mean, if, if you are all sort of seeing these messages and you're all sort of taking them in, and you're doing a bit to create a culture where that sort of behaviour isn't tolerated. Because you can't tell the sort of people who want to go around grabbing women's asses at football. They're not going to stop because you tell them to stop, are they? They, they, no. they can do what they want to do. So, I mean, we, we need you, you need you guys to have our backs, basically. Mm -hmm. So if you're with your partner at football and someone grabs their ass, then I would say that, you know, report it to a steward. She should report if she feels comfortable doing it, but she, she might want you to back her up. Mm -hmm. And if they, if they dismiss it, then you take it further up and report it to the club. And, you know, there's, there's, there's levels of escalation you can take it, but that's that's straight up, you know, sexual assault. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I mean, I think that the first instinct is every pretty much every bloke got a smack in the mouth. And it's like... Yeah, and that doesn't always work, and it's getting the right person, and it just escalates everything. And yeah, but it's just, just your normal straight away. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I've, I've done it loads of times. I'm gonna do this. And you never do. It's all bravado bullshit, and it doesn't help the situation at all. Um, you know that when you get home and sensibly think about it. Um, I saw one. I think it was actually. I think it might have been Casual or a friend who. Um, tweeted it. it was one of the betting sites talking about the fixtures last weekend going i'll spare a thought for all the husbands and boyfriends who, who don't have the excuse to go to football to be, to spend time on their own down the pub on their own um they have to stay at home and it's like do you know what just change that to people no, for all the people some of the advertising industry have a lot to answer for there is one i think it's a betting site who have an advert currently running on the television where um, they're, they're getting ready to go out for a meal and the babysitter cancels 
and the wife stands there and removes her earrings about how they can't now go for dinner with her parents and how it's all this really, really unfair. And he's sat behind her on the sofa, really, really um, jubilant, basically, that he can stay in and watch the football. Um, and there is so much wrong with that narrative. It's unreal. Um, and it infuriates me because it's, that, yeah. it's the gender roles that we're pushing um, that just are bizarre to me. Also, that he doesn't turn around and go, you go. I'll stay. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. I feel like, see ya. PlayStation time. I'll stay. Yeah. I'd be delighted. It's always been, football is still very much, um, I know Sarah and I have many conversations about this for hours and hours on end. Football is still very much seen as a, as a male environment. Mm-hmm. And, um, and those kind of gender stereotypes and stuff that we really need to just try and break down i've lost count of the amount of times when i have been asked uh, why am i at a game which one of these are my boyfriend which one is my husband who am i with why am i here um and i just find that baffling because you wouldn't ask a man that so. yeah I got that not too long ago someone came up to me for a game and sort of went um so I hope you don't mind me asking, but I've noticed you at games a lot, and I wondered what was your connection with the club. I mean, are you a player's wife, or I'm like, what's your connection with the club? You know, I'm a fan. I've been coming down here since 1995. It's just yeah, really I, weird. I, I, I'm, it was at work, and I'm not going to say I'm, I'm a wonderful um, person for for saying this. It's, it goes back to the fact that I'm an arsehole, and I know that. But I overheard. Some so a, a lady saying that um, she was at a football, and the bloke was, "Oh, you only go because you fancy the players." And I didn't know them very well, and the words were out of my mouth before I really went, "Oh no, <laughs> come back." I was like, "And is that why you go as well then?" And he was mortified that the idea that he could be possibly gay um, was absolutely killing him, and it was like. Well, there's two things there. That's your sexism. That's your homophobia <laughs> brought right out now. And he, he ducks his head and doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Um, but yeah, I was, I'll give away the joke. I, I had built up a perfectly rubbish joke for introducing this, this segment of, and we're now going to talk about the, her game too. Um, so ladies, who's going to explain the offside rule to me? Because um, that's the other classic. I knew better than to do that, right? <laughs> No, because the next line was going to be, no, 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 really. Explain the offside rule to me because <laughs> it's all over the place. I hate that as well. And I've done that. I've jumped on someone saying that, explain the offside rule. And I'm like, tell you what, you explain the offside rule. Because it would shut them up. Yeah. I, used to, I, I have many, many memories of sitting at pub tables, moving the salt and pepper around and the pint of beer here and going, all right, this is the defender. This is the goalkeeper. I, I, I point blank was like, nah, you, you explain the offside rule to me first and then I'll listen to her explanation. I'll tell you who's right because I'll tell you now, 99% of people do not know the offside rule properly. So. Well, it's pages and pages and pages and pages. Absolutely. So, so, but, so you can't really explain it word for word, can you? No, absolutely not. Um, what it is is when the referee says you're offside, you're offside. That's, yeah. that's the offside rule. <laughs> or, or not, depending on the level of referee. No, no, no. If the referee says you're offside, you're offside. That's <laughs> it. Intents and purposes, yeah. yeah. I mean, the re- even the re- if you're not actually technically offside. Yeah. The ref says you are, makes a decision. Yeah, absolutely. You might as well be offside. Yes. Um, so... Obviously, that subject has not been covered. We'll come back to it another time. Um, I hope that I would be able to notice it and 
say things but um I, and i know you keep me on my toes about other things sarah but um if there's anything like that keep me on my toes absolutely keep me on my toes about this as well um because if i do make any silliness like that yes i can always say oh it's a joke but um I'll have to revisit it because it's not funny to everyone. Yeah, I think um, we need to. Uh, I mean, sorry to jump in, Mike, but you get you get that quite a lot. I mean, if we challenge, you kind of get a lot of. Oh, you don't have a sense of humour, and you know, you're no fun, blah blah blah. Banter. Uh, the thing is, if you're going to make that sort of joke, then you are being sexist, and the joke is coming from a sexist place, and therefore the joke's only funny to you and people who think like you. So it's not really funny <laughs> I, I genuinely twitter's like my resource um but i don't remember who did it but i read it someone had said and i can't remember what it was about i think it was actually about racism but it fits and it was like banter is like sex you're both enjoying it you're both having a laugh um if one of you is not enjoying it and not having a laugh you're basically wanking is what you're doing and it's like oh i like that i should store that away somewhere and use that oh, one no, it's, it's, you're abusing someone aren't you? yeah so you're punching down if, you, if punching down yeah and again with within friends it can be funny every now and then as long as they also get the opportunity to punch down on you another time so it's that it's that seesaw it's 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 nice it's fun but not if it's constant and constant and constant um but yeah say make sure I'm, I'm on my toes about it and I'll be like always I'll be defensive and then I'll go yeah okay you're right um but, <laughs> um but let's have a little quick chat about well not Bristol Rovers anymore because um that's not happening um it's hardly breaking news I'm sure everyone knows it. it's just been postponed uh so the next actual physical match that's going on which i'm still not sure if i'm going to go to it because i still don't like surrey fa um but is the surrey county cup which is tomorrow and now all of a sudden we're going to have um a few more first teamers in it um although i have to make sure because sarah's face is falling it's not a first team match it doesn't count as a first team match so if Eastie plays in it, it, it well Eastie can play in it because he's not suspended and so on and it won't count towards his suspension so any thoughts on shearwater have you even seen her to shearwater i don't think we've played them ever i don't think we have either actually um so these... <laughs> i took a punt there didn't i i was like i was sitting there thinking well sarah's gonna come out and then a second go well actually no we played them 14 times <laughs> <laughs> i could be completely wrong but i don't think we have played them before and um, a bit confusing because um, before the season, I'm sure we were told we're not taking part in this competition. Yeah, we're out we're of told it. We are, and then we're told we're not because it doesn't count as a first team fixture. Therefore, the first team are not taking part in it. And now, now we're going to have first team players playing. But you know, in the old days, you'd have first team players turning up in the reserves every now and then. So it's like that, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think they said it's, a, it's going to be a mixture of players who haven't played for a little while. So I think we might see. Um, Toby, uh, I, I don't have any news on that, but <laughs> he'll be players like Toby Eastie play, and a couple of others that haven't had as many games recently. Well, she they really view it because if it's a team we've never played, or at least haven't played for a very, very long time, we've never played them, and we don't know who's going to be playing for us, and we don't know what they're like, the opposition. So it's a bit difficult to call it, isn't it? Well, that's good because I'm going to ask you for a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> No idea who's playing. All right, we'll win three nil. How about that? Three nil. Okay. <laughs> I'm not entirely serious, but I've said it now. <laughs> Go on, Claire. 
Okay, well, I my my brilliant match modelling thing, Surrey County Cup. You'd be surprised to know it's not in Football Manager, um, but I'm going to go with four one. So even, even more confident. Um, I've only got two results right since this whole thing I started this, so I wouldn't hold too much store in what I'm doing. Not scores right, results. That's just the way the match went. Um, do you want to? Give a, a, a prediction for Colchester, or is that too far in advance? I think it's a bit... It's 29th, isn't it, that? Which Colchester game? <laughs> the league game. The league game, yeah. The league one. I'd quite like to see us... Um, it's a shame um, we won't have a lot of momentum going into that game because we won't have played for a little while. But we would have just won 4-1 in the Surrey County Cup. I just told that you. That would be a first team game. <laughs> it's not a first team game. It's just... Uh, I was just... Do you, do you want um sorry to go back, but um I can give you a fun fact about Shearwater if you like, because I just looked them up on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. And it says on Wikipedia that yeah. the Jam played some of their early gigs at the clubhouse, because Shearwater is actually in Woking where Jam from. Um and uh Paul Weller, Bruce Foxon and Rick Buckler all went to Shearwater Secondary School, which is next door to the club. So there you go, there's fun facts for you. I think we might need to talk about definition of fun. <laughs> No, I can't talk because there's no fun on this show. Um, To the extent that you can have fun in Woking. Yeah. Um, Well, by that rationale, we've had John Major and oh no, they're Wallington, I suppose. Yeah, that's Wallington. He went to um, he went to uh, what's that school in Wallington? I forget it. Wilson's, yeah. John Major went to Wilson's, apparently. Yeah, but there are much more exciting people that went to Wilson's who have since, you know, played for Sutton United and, uh, you know, so. or the club photographer. There you go. He went to Wilson's. Did he go to Wilson's? <laughs> I didn't know that. Did Matt Hammond go to Wilson's or did I imagine that? I have no idea. You've got to remember, I struggle to remember some of these players' names that play in the damn team now, let alone years ago what school they went to. Um, anyway, did you want to do a prediction of Colchester or not? We could, we could predict that both of our Colchester League fixtures are postponed because of COVID. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Ooh. It could happen, couldn't it? Yeah. Um, I'll give you that if you want. I'll put that you, down. Colchester play at the weekend? I can't remember. No. Their game hasn't been called off for Boxing Day yet. Was that their postponement or someone else's postponement? Which end was that from? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Man, you're getting detailed. You're going to do a gyroid level of detail on this. You need to predict something. I'm not going to be wrong, am I? I'd like to think that we um, maybe a little bit of a rest over the festive period, should the fixture then go ahead, that that, um, yes, we'll be lacking momentum, but the little bit of rest might... Um, do some of our injured players a yeah, bit of a favour. Um, I wouldn't want to call a scoreline, but you know we had a we had a good game when we were at their place. Um, so it would be nice to see us maybe take a, you know another three points from them. But I'm I'm not going to call a scoreline because it does feel a little bit far okay. off. Yeah, and the game might not happen as we uh, as we said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's the sort of game. It's the sort of game that we kind of should be winning in our position. Really, no disrespect to Colchester, but um, yeah. you know, it's it's a home game. 
we've we've lost a few of those that we should have won. But <laughs> Oldham springs to mind. <laughs> Yeah, that was panic. That was pure panic. Unpredictable season. We're we're like winning away at Northampton and we're losing <laughs> Oldham and that sort of thing. So it's it's quite hard to call these, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, um, like Claire said, I, I would like to see us take three points from that game, but who knows? The the season's super unpredictable because I, I I know I'm joking. I say it, but Jared with his super super precise prediction also said very clearly, no, we don't draw games. And then it was two two at Bradford on that, on that game. So that's like, yes, you got how much of that did you get wrong? <laughs> um, so let me just have a quick look. I did write some stuff down. I'm going to make sure we've got everything. Uh, we're not going to do the predictions. Um, no, that's actually it. We've covered everything. That's amazing. Well done. Thank you for keeping me on track. <laughs> that's brilliant. So, was there anything else you guys wanted to say? Merry Christmas. I had, that, yeah. I, had, I had that written down. I had what I, <laughs> what, I, I did because I knew I'd forget. <laughs> so I was just going to mention um, everyone, if you want to follow any of the socials, it's um, at Sutton Podcast on Twitter, TikTok, which I've kind of lost interest in, um, Facebook and Instagram, which I don't do much on that either. Um, the next one I've got coming up, is going to be a, a little chap from Colchester. I don't know if he's little. He's a chap from Colchester. Um, he's one of their reporters, so that should be interesting. And I'll be stumbling around with someone who knows what they're talking about again. And I was going to say thank you all for listening and Merry Christmas. God bless us, everyone. That's my little. That's the other little bit I was going to add on there because <laughs> I love Christmas Carol. I've watched about seven or eight versions of it already, but not the Muppets yet because I saved that for this week. <laughs> Um, thank you very much, guys. Um, see, I've done that again. I'm trying that at work. I'm stopping the guys. I know it's kind of got generic, but I've, I've changed it to peeps. I sound really Harry Enfield, right, peeps? Um, but... Let's go with folks. That doesn't, yeah. that doesn't sound peeps. like everyone's mouth. Yeah, peeps, folks. Um, I, I, I think peeps works better because everyone's peeps. And folks does work as well. But um, I keep having to retype emails when I read it. Going, oh, yeah, take that out. Take that out. <laughs> Not because I'm trying to be all... Everyone, it's just you know what if if it if it possibly upsets someone i don't want to necessarily do it unless i'm doing it deliberately to upset someone which it has been known to me deliberately annoy someone um once or, once or twice yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but usually they know you know personally personally i think guys is okay if you're clearly just talking to women if you say guys and you're talking to a kind of mixed audience, it might feel to some women like you're excluding them. But if you're only talking to women, then you can't. <laughs> I, I've always thought it just meant everyone. It, it, even even young, I just kind of figured it meant everyone. But I, I get it. I, I, I do get it. I'm not all, um, what's the word everyone uses as an assault or the woke. But it's that even now I'm like, no, that's not really an <laughs> insult. Thank you. Um, but anyway, I'm moving off topic. Thank you very much. <laughs> Go and have some lovely dinner Um, and take care. I won't see you on Boxing Day. Um, I was never going to see you on Boxing Day anyway because that's an away game. Um, (laughs) But I might see you at the Colchester game, assuming it's all back on track. Let's hope so. Fingers crossed. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great Christmas. You too. See you later. Take care. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.